Hi, everyone. Welcome to a short leader lesson episode of the Leading Beyond Any Title podcast, where myself and Ginny Gilbert provide a short version of one of our longer conversations. It's a chance for you to get some quick insights to an important leadership topic, and we know you don't always have time to listen to us for 45 to 60 minutes. So we hope you enjoy this short episode, and if it encourages you to want to hear more about the topic, be sure to link to the full episode in the show notes. Now for a quick leader lesson. So Jenny, another quick short lesson that we wanted to share today. Get into a conversation. We've had a much longer conversation around the topic of micromanagement. Seems to be one that resonates with so many people. We uh, get great engagement with it. But in this short lesson today, we just wanted to touch on a few things surrounding micromanagement. Specifically, I think, um, as we usually do, a good place to start is let's define it. What is it? I think we all know it and feel it, but how are we defining micromanagement? Excellent place for us to start, as always. And I think in our bigger conversation, we actually started with why does it still exist, given the year that we're in? But it does. And as you said, lots of people joined us to dig into this. So we defined it around the idea it's your need, a leader's need, a person's need to direct or control in a detailed manner. And the interesting part to that is the meddlesome manner. And that idea we, we leaned into in that micromanagement, one of the problems or one of the reasons it receives an allergic reaction is the amount of stress, tension, actually inactivity, lack of productivity that it creates, which is not helpful to the person or to the leader themselves. And I think what we also touched on too is that as a leader, wouldn't it be great to be in a spot where you could focus on your business yeah. and focus on your outcomes, focus on your processes versus focusing on controlling your people, yes. which is really what it comes down to is this need to control everything, control your people, control the outcomes, control how it's done. I think I've thrown one of them in there in terms of around why does it happen, but why? Why do we, why do micromanagers exist? Numerous reasons. Yes, control is a big one. I love the way that you put that control business, not the people. You actually can't control people. And so that's just a waste of effort and energy. Some other reasons why it shows up. Occasionally, lack of role clarity. Leaders are often promoted and they still need to do their job. And that distinction between leading people and still doing the job pops in there. One of the biggest ones, and we spent some time talking about this too, is fear. The fear of what? And that's a full conversation in itself. We spent a little bit of time in that. What are you fearful of? And then there's always that imbalance, that tension piece. So where is the power differential? Does the leader believe that they care more than the person in front of them? Probably a created story, but sometimes that leads to micromanagement. And then there's the age old version, I can do it better than you. And that often leads to (laughs) it as well. Yeah. And I think we've all worked for experienced micromanagement and it certainly is not a great feeling. And I know for me, I think when we had this original conversation is one of the things I was fearful of was how do I know if I'm actually being a micromanager? So for folks listening, what kind of thoughts or ideas could we give them that you might be a micromanager if? (laughs) 
And we had a very long list, which our listeners here and on the full conversation can find in the show notes. Couple that popped up that we expanded on in our conversation. You might be a micromanager if you have trouble delegating. And delegation is one of the hardest skills for leaders still today. You might be a micromanager if you're that person that needs to be consulted or CC'd on everything. And we talked just a little bit about the decisions on the team and where those decisions lie. You may be a micromanager if you're someone that disregards opinions, experiences, suggestions from other people. Take a look at your voice share in your meetings. Are you doing all the talking? Okay, there's a big red flag within there. And then perhaps one of the ones that we expanded on the most, I think, is those leaders that are always focusing on what's wrong, the details that are incorrect, what needs to be improved, or what needs to be changed. And we dress that up as just trying to be helpful, or even worse, we dress it up as here's a learning moment for you. And really what we need is that moment of expressing appreciation or gratitude rather than the constant advice and detailed discussions. Yeah. We, we talked a little bit too about trying to figure out how to catch your people doing something yes. right. Yes. Right. As opposed to focusing on the negative. So to flip the switch then, right? we've talked about what it is, why it happens, signs you might be one if, but if you figure it out or you, this is something that you are trying to change. I think we also touched on two key points, one being empowerment and one being accountability. So just thoughts on how those two play into this. Absolutely. So empowering your staff, if you're a leader and really what you're trying to do is let go so that you're not trying to control everybody all the time. How does that work? One of the key foundations is building trust. And again, that's another full length conversation somewhere else. But where can you re rebuild trust with your people? What do you need to communicate? Often micromanagement comes about because you're not getting the results that you are looking for. What have you forgotten to communicate? What does success look like? What does finish look like? What does performance look like? Those are great conversations to have so that you can be clear in that process. But remember, it's a conversation. So that involves the other person, which means listen and listen with their generosity to what they have to offer to that process or to that experience. And then we talked a little bit about how support is different to direction. So if you're constantly directing, you're not supporting as a leader and your people can't grow if they don't have your support, they just have continual direction. Yeah, exactly. And part of support is being able to hold people accountable. Yes. And I think this is where this conversation often gets jumbled up between micromanagement and accountability. Yes. And so, you know, if we could leave folks with a final thought around accountability and how it plays into micromanagement, what would that be? So our big idea that we broadcasted, if you like, is that accountability does lie at the heart of micromanagement. The interesting play within there is that accountability is much easier with people that we trust and people that we respect. So in order for this to happen, the relationships have to be built. And then 
the second part within there, the parameters have to be clear, just as we just mentioned here, and we dig into in more detail in the big conversation. What does this look like? What am I trying to get achieved? What are the results that I'm looking for? And more importantly, what is the performance that will drive those results? And that's a two-way or a team-way conversation. The, yeah, it's such an interesting topic. And it is fascinating to me that we had so many people uh, attend the first conversation on this one. And just to close this off, folks, you can always go and listen to the original. The link will be in the podcast notes. But what are two things people could focus on today, Jenny, to eliminate, reduce, um, stop micromanaging? So we'll do one, one that helps the team and one that helps the leader. For your team... This great question came from Henry Stewart originally. What could you pre-approve today? Basically, where are you getting in the way and where could you get out of that? Pre-approve, it will build trust very rapidly. And the second one for the leader, what's on your important list? What could you do today that would absolutely have value and contribution? Give yourself that time back to be able to do those tasks. And that time will come back really quickly if you allow people just to get on with their work and get on with their day job. The execution is all theirs. That's so good. And speaking of time, thanks for spending the last eight, nine minutes or so with us. There is a link to the original conversation that we had, much more in depth, more strategies, more ideas. Please do give it a listen. Uh, And thanks. Uh, again, for joining us for a short leader lesson. Have a good day. Thank you once again for joining us on the Leading Beyond Any Title podcast. If you'd like to stay connected and receive more updates from us, please follow State Corporate Training on LinkedIn. Stay in the loop with the latest insights and valuable content through the link in the show notes. Additionally, don't miss out on the opportunity to experience Leading Beyond Any Title live. Sign up for our webinars and experience the podcast before anyone else. Finally, Make sure to rate, review and subscribe wherever it is that you listen to your podcast. Thank you again for listening.